Hi, I'm Sean Hessinger and this is Small Biz in 15, the show where we bring you small business success in 15 minutes or less. Please like and subscribe if you enjoy the show. You already know you need to make changes in your business. Shifts in customer tastes, technology, and competition threaten your small business's very survival. So why does it take you so long to institute the changes you already know you need to make? Well, up next, Barry Maltz, author of Change Masters, how to actually make the changes you already know you need to make, explains to us how to meet these challenges head on. Okay, Barry, well, let's get started. Um, I wanted to ask you about your book, Change Masters, kind of start from there and ask you about the subtitle, which is how to actually make the changes you already know you need to make. Um, so I guess what I'm asking, what, I, what I'm wondering, first of all, is if small businesses know they need to make these changes, uh, what on earth is, is the problem? What takes them so long to make the changes? You know, it's interesting, Sean, because the reason that I wrote this book was because a lot of people asked me to come into the company and, have, and help them with change. So we get together, we sit down in very detailed conversations. Here's what's wrong. Here are the problems. Here are the changes that we're going to make and a whole rollout program. And then almost nothing happens. And here are these people who paid a lot of money to put together a plan and they don't do anything. So the question is why? And the reason is that a lot of this has to do with your biology, right? Your brain is a pattern making machine. It, if you're surviving, it would rather keep doing the thing that you've already done to keep you alive or prosperous, whatever it is. I'm trying to help you make the change that you know you have to make. And here's a methodology on how to do it. Well, you know, that, I mean, that's interesting because change in, in, in both our businesses and our personal lives is like we know it's important. Uh, and and uh, what you say is that the, the main reason the change is so problematic um, or, or, or I guess you kind of list some of the reasons why change is problematic, even though we know that it's necessary. You want to talk about some of the actual reasons? I, I think you list a, a couple of them in the book. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, 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 chain, the, the, the thing I said before, your brain's a pattern-making machine, right? As you get older, you get lazy. We'd rather go to work exactly the same way every day because our brain goes in autopilot. When we have to learn something new, it's much more difficult. Small business owners also go by the uh, expression, it's better the devil that I know than the devil that I don't know. Making a change brings a certain kind of unknown, a certain kind of chaos, and people only change, Sean, in my experience, when they're an incredible amount of pain. Only wanting to alleviate that incredible amount of pain will they make any kind of change. You, you also talk about not just personal change, and I guess this depends on the size of the business, but you also talk about how you need to change, I, I guess, the, the culture and the, the way your business operates. And I guess that applies particularly if you have employees or, or other people who you're having to explain, hey, we're going to change the way we're doing something. Uh, could, you, could you talk about a little bit about that and, and what's involved in that process? Well, the first thing you have to do is you, you got to be careful you don't make too many changes at one time because for a lot of employees in small businesses, the owner makes the change of the week. Right. So this week we're doing it this way. This week we're doing next week we're doing it another way. So they don't get serious by any changes. They say, oh, you know, Joe will make a different change next week. Why should I work on this type of thing? So if you can effectively make changes yourself, 
you can help others in the organization make those changes. Now, obviously, one of the biggest changes that have to be made this year, since people are so short of staff, is that owners have to really start to care about their employees and not only pretend to care about their employees, right, but really get down and figure out how does their life, how does our business fit into their life? and really understand the challenge that they're really going through. And beyond that, you know, make a change and you got to pay them well. We have to remember that the 5% raise doesn't cut it anymore, Sean, when inflation's at 8%. Could you give us an example and, and, and give us just that, you know, a fictitious example or something from your, from your sure. years of experience of, of a chain of, of how, what steps you would use to make those, what the change would be, first of all, and then what steps you would take to, to yeah. make it. So what's really great about the book called Change Masters is there's actually a change worksheet in the back that you can fill out and it gives you 20 step by step to go through it. And one of the changes that a lot of companies need to make is that their prospect pipeline isn't big enough, right? They get stuck. And I talked about this in a, in a previous book called Bounce. Uh, was that they get stuck in what I call the double helix trap, where when they're going out and they're selling things, they're not executing the business. But as soon as they start to execute the business, they stop going out and selling and marketing. So their prospect pipeline is pretty low. So that's one of the problems. So the first question you have to ask yourself is, what change do I want to make, right? You've got to articulate that. And the second thing is, well, what do you currently do instead of doing that thing. So if I wanna have more prospects in my pipeline, what I'm probably currently doing now is nothing. I'm just waiting for referrals, you know, actually to get some prospects. Question three is really important. Why do you wanna make that change? Because if you don't have a good internal motivation or it's not based on uh, um, overcoming some kind of, or overcoming some kind of pain, you're probably not gonna do it. So mostly, Sean, the reason why people want to have more prospects in their pipeline is because their sales is too low and they're not able to generate enough cash to support themselves or people in their business, right? And then the fourth question is, well, if you don't do this, what's going to happen? Well, maybe what's going to happen in this example is I'm not going to have the money to pay my staff. And then it goes on to, you know, what inspired you to make the change, what makes you uncomfortable about the change, all of those kind of things. So it takes very, very small steps. What's one of the first things you should do to make this change? A lot of us don't make changes because they're too big. The leaps are just too large across the chasm. So in this case, I want to have more prospects for my pipeline. You don't say, okay, I'm going to go out, I'm going to contact these people. The first very small step you make is, okay, who are really my target customers? What pain do I solve for them? And do they have money to solve that pain? And where do they hang out? That's the very, very first step. Instead of saying, all right, let me get on the phone and make some calls. That's too big a leap for so many folks. Wow. That's that's a, a good observation. And I think there's a kernel in there too that I wanted to ask you about because I remember seeing in the, when looking at some of the reviews, um, somebody said about small steps. Uh, can, can you talk about that a little bit? I think that in every change you make in life, whether you decide to lose weight, whether you decide you're going to try and exercise more, whether you decide you're going to try and eat better, uh, we're not even talking about changing a business. People don't do it because they, uh, my dad used to say, uh, well, my diet starts tomorrow. And that's, you know, that's the, that, that's the whole thing is that it feels so big 
that people just put it off and and they they say they're going to do it or they say they're gearing up to it. And in fact, you find that really small steps, just deciding I'm going to try and get to uh, to uh, I'm going to try and work out once a week if it's all I have time for or I'm going to whatever. These small little things really uh, start this major change. Um, I, I guess it's that way with business too. Could you talk a little bit about that? I mean, sustain. Let's talk not just change, but sustainable change. Thing that you're able to get for a while starts with small, patient, iterative steps, right? So if you think about it, when do most people join a health club uh, in the United States? Well, January 1st. When do most people leave the health club? January 31st. And why is that? Because the first week, they go seven days a week. Then the second week, they go five days a week. Then the third week, they go three days a week. And then the last week, they go one day a week, and then they quit. It's just too big of a change for their life. So you've got to start with something small, right? So, you know, if I was going to go on a, you know, if I was going to go on a diet and let's say I drank, uh, you know, three cans of Coke a day, what I would try to do is only drink two and a half cans of Coke a day instead of the big change of cutting up, of, of cutting out Coke altogether, right? It doesn't work that way. People are not able to sustain it. And once you get confidence that you're able to cut out a half a glass of Coke, then maybe in a month you go to a full glass of Coke. So you go a little bit along the way. That's how real change happens. Unfortunately, in the retelling of the story, we always talk about these big, brave changes that we made right in our lives and how we're able to overcome them. But it doesn't usually happen that way. So, Barry, we talked a little bit about how how you need to change. How do you help others uh, begin to implement changes? How, how do you do that? Because a lot of times with businesses, you work with other people and it's not just about you or what you're doing. Yeah, that's what my wife always says to me. It's just not about me. I, I still understand that, Sean. But definitely in business, you have to inspire people to make the change you want. So the best way to do that is articulate why this change is being made and what the benefit is going to be for the customers and also for the staff. Then what you need to do is give them a process in which to adapt to be able to make that change happen, plus the tools to be able to help them with that change. If you don't train them on how to make the change, give them a process or the tools, it's never going to happen. And of course, you have to check up where that change is happening. I mean, if you go tell your child to clean up their room and you never check on it, it's probably not going to happen. I want to get a little deeper into that. Could you talk a little bit about how you how you train people to, to implement change and make sure that change happens? A lot of companies implement CRMs or customer relationship management system, and they have a hard time getting people to utilize them. And of course, in a company, if it's not in the customer relationship management system, then it never happened if people won't use it. So what you have to really talk to people about or show them and demonstrate it how by making this change, utilizing this CRM tool, it's going to make your job a lot easier. So if you're a salesperson, it's automatically going to remind you when to call that person. It's automatically going to remind you of what the last conversation was, right? You're going to be able to do things right from there to contact folks, give them gifts, whatever you want to do. So you have to show them why this change is going to be better for them being able to accomplish their job either much more easily, more productive. And as I said, you have to train them in how to do it. Because if they don't think the change is going to benefit them, people are going to drag their feet, hoping you forget about it and wait for the next change. 
And now it's time for our small biz tip in 15 seconds or less. When making big changes in your business or in life, remember to take small steps. This will allow you to take action quicker and it will allow the changes you make to be more sustainable over time. Thanks again to Barry Maltz and please like and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And please leave a comment and let us know what topics you'd like to see discussed in future programs. For more small business news and tips, join us at smallbiztrends.com.